0: And on front page with me this morning, a senior correspondent at Malay Mail, Yiswari Palansami, and political cartoonist Zunar making his debut on front page. Good morning, folks. Good uh, morning, Jasmine. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good, yeah. and glad to see you both.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: now, taking a look ar- at our first headline, um, Subang MP Wong Chen has criticized the Pakatan Harpan government for increasing the minimum wage by merely 100 ringgit, so now it's 1,002. He said it's too little, you know, this is pretty desperate If our ministers can survive on 1,002 Then do it If you cannot, then you have to increase it So, do you feel that 1,002 is sufficient As minimum wage in 2020?
2: Well, it's certainly not enough, Shazmin In fact, I think wage hasn't really increased much In the last decade or so Really, I think Wong Chun's call Or challenge is actually timely For policy If they can live with the policy they are making Then they can actually say Hey, we're It we walked our talk, okay. It is doable, Mm. you know, and also in many places, minimum wage has increased by so much. Some companies are offering up to 2,000 ringgit, some are offering thousand five, thousand eight. So, for them, this is actually a redundant policy, yeah. So, it's, it's probably like a pat on the back. Move, but who's profiting? End of the day, you know, mm-hmm. one thousand two hundred is not enough. You know, for that case, even two thousand six or two eight. In some cases,
0: three thousand yeah, is not enough. I guess it also depends on where you live. Uh, what are your thoughts, Zuna? Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: the same. I think the <coughs> one thousand two hundred is the numbers which is r- more relevant ten years ago. So that is the problem with us now. We mm-hmm. we we're living in the past. I would like to also connect it with uh, the report by United Nations uh, mm-hmm. recently yep. about that that the, the, the Level of poverty in Malaysia actually twenty percent, where the government say only four percent. This is the problem because the government think that people are not not that bad the situation. Yeah. So so that is why when it come to budget they don't give priority to this. So it's about priority. So mm. if you think that the end report is so serious, so we need to give a priority to this B40 right. or now yeah. B70. People started talking about that. Okay.
0: Yes. What What does it take to increase the minimum wage to an amount that will be sufficient for 2020? Honestly,
2: there needs to be be some research to check what are people getting by on and how much is needed. I honestly don't think enough is done. It's like I said, it's more like a pat on the back move and nobody's really benefiting from it. We've been talking about this for a while now and it hasn't really increased much. What do you
0: think would be a good minimum wage for 2020?
1: I'm not in the position to to talk about numbers because I don't have research about that. Mm. PAC Mm. mentioned about 1,500. But let's look it this way. Go back to your first question. You said, it depends on where you where, you live, <laughs> where yeah. you live you know in kuala lumpur if you live in kuala lumpur around pj klang valley 5000 ringgit to considered poor mm-hmm. so that's why the government had to, to 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 take this into consideration in penang in jb there yeah. are so many so many people still uh, uh you you can't simply take a minimum wage without counting all this you know sorry uh, if i uh, may yeah. also mm-hmm. add zuna mm-hmm. to
2: that um something that 1200 is enough for kampung people to get by it's really not the case yeah. now, really yeah. Yeah. With accessibility and whatnot. And, you know, everything's increasing. Prices are increasing and kampung folks
0: are affected. I'm just um, wondering which uh, MP is going to, you know, take up the challenge. Yeah, I'm waiting to see that. Yeah, let's see. Well, coming up, student activist Wong Yanke has been in the news. He says he would do everything all over again. We're going to discuss that next. After Celine Dion, I'm Alive on Light. On front page with me this morning, political cartoonist Zunar and senior correspondent Malay Mail Yiswari Palansami and uh, student activist Wong Yangke said he would do it again. He said his protest at the convocation ceremony at University of Malaya was held following the vice chancellor's recent speech at the Malay Dignity Congress in Alam. Now, is the university right in holding back his university degree in transcripts? I believe um, someone came up with a statement about that.
2: What I do know is that, of course, at end of the day, the Senate will actually, the university Senate will actually vet and see whether you can graduate after you finished your term and whatnot. But they do not hold absolute power, you know. You can, of course, you have your rules and on what conditions you can withhold the degree or revoke it and all that, you know. And if I remember correctly, it's if you commit a very serious crime and whatnot. But end of the day the highest body in our country is we go to the courts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there is no private individual body that can say we are the highest authority and you know we get to decide everything. So it's something that you can actually challenge. And if you ask me if the university is right in holding the transcripts,
0: I would say no. All right, now what are your thoughts on this whole thing? You're, you're known for <laughs> your political protests via yeah. cartoons, Zunar?: I think they already answered
1: about whether they have a right to revoke the thing. but mm-hmm. I will go in, in the bigger picture. First of all, the universities shouldn't involve in these racial political things. Okay. they are should should not take place. And what the student did is actually a reaction from that mm-hmm. so So if you are the first one who started it, then the student come and protest. Right. And you should know that Malaysia is Malaysian. Make it clear that the university's job is not to divide yep. us mm-hmm. uh, racially. It's about merit. You know, you have to you have right. to really, really yeah. go to this. Well
0: it's interesting to note that the University Malaya Academic Staff Union supported Wong's right to express himself, although they disagreed with the platform he used. You know, I, I could see both sides, but what are your thoughts about the platform?
2: Well There is no such thing as an appropriate or inappropriate platform when it comes to a protest. Like we were talking about earlier, a protest is to make a point. And, uh, you know sometimes people use the right avenues all the time and then they get frustrated when they keep hitting a dead end and then they do something drastic uh, well at least according to Wong that's what he did so we cannot go on and say things like oh that was not a proper platform where is a proper platform it's a protest and for that reason I would like to bring that example about Egg Boy okay there's a lot of hypocrisy with people condemning Wong so Egg Boy smashes an egg on a racist this politician this in Australia yes and he's a hero and then when Wong does something well lesser than that? He just put out a placard and said, "No, I'm I'm dissatisfied with all this. You did not act on this," and he becomes a villain. And also another thing is, universities are a place where ideas are supposed to not be restricted. Mm-hmm. Students learn about themselves, they learn about freedom, they learn about um, they learn about politics. You know, university. They learn how
0: to debate. Yeah, yeah even if know. it's not
2: the public arena, a university is a place where democracy is supposed to. You know, just bloom because we learn a lot of things there. you should not restrict them at the same time attempting to be a world class university. And then you have all this. It doesn't reflect well on us. No,
0: it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, strong opinions there. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Now, coming up, uh, no vague answers, please. DAP man tells Dr. M over rumors. That's next. Right after the traffic update. And Joey McIntyre. Stay the same on light. On front page with me this morning, political cartoonist Zunar and uh, Yiswari Palansami from the Malay Mail. No vague answers, please. Clang MP Charles Santiago has urged uh, Tun Dr. Mahathir Mohamad to categorically reject rumors that PPBM is colluding or was colluding with the opposition to form a new government. Uh, does he have any basis in thinking that Tun wants to work with Hishamuddin? Because you know these are the rumors that are flying around.
1: First of all, I don't want to comment about the rumors. Right. This is, we are, we it's are a, a rumour, yeah. I don't know whether yeah. true or not. But yeah. I think it is right for Klang MP to say that the Prime Minister please answer question. In Malaysia, it's a trend that all the the politicians make jokes when answering a question, mm-hmm. including the Prime Minister. They never give a straight answer. In that point also, I'm amazed to see the quality of our journalism. I'm sorry about that. No, if go ahead. <laughs> if, if the Prime Minister or the head of the country answer like this in Europe and US... Oh. Yeah. You imagine the next. I heard once, a uh, one, one uh-huh. joke from the Prime Minister of Britain, I'm not mistaken, doesn't matter. Yeah. But the next question will follow by the same journalist say, Joke aside, please answer my question. Yes. So we don't have that. I don't know why. Okay,
0: if you haven't read the news, basically, soon was asked about this rumor, and his answer was, They can try, which can be interpreted in any way, right?
2: Are you sorry? you know I would say Toon is actually a very masterclass politician but then I know I understand some people's frustration or what because they just can't get a direct answer and whatnot Toon has his way of answering but this as Zuna said it's a rumor which you know we don't have direct knowledge of but what I would say is in politics there is no permanent enemy today you're an enemy mm-hmm. and the next day you are a friend it's a game of convenience so I think what we can do is to wait and see what happens. So YB Charles, if you're listening and if you know something, tell us. Yes, please (laughs)
0: press conference uh, put your story in the front (laughs) row there. Okay, well, coming up, uh, well, the Ministry of Education has plans to remove streaming systems and teachers are split. makes you wonder whether they were even consulted. Well, we'll take a look at that next. After Adele, this is Hello on Light. On Front Page, with me this morning Yiswari Palansami from Lay Mail and political cartoonist Zunar Now, teachers are split over the streamless system that the Education Ministry plans to implement next year, suggesting it could backfire Well, what are your thoughts? Uh, how could the streamless system affect the teachers? I know how a lot of students are actually quite excited about this, but parents are also a little bit worried.
2: The initiative is good because we are finally like, I don't know why we took so long to do it. It. The whole idea of education is to be able to cater to everyone's needs. So it's, it's glad that we finally are doing it. But we also have to make sure we have the resources available, like other teachers trained. To handle this Okay I wouldn't say It's so much of a training Because you know It's their forte The subjects yeah, that they teach I would think It's a scheduling it's issue It's more of a scheduling issue And uh, like what We were talking about earlier Shazmin It's about <laughs> the, the fear That <laughs> some students Might go for easier lessons And all that But I believe uh, And I think parents Should step in And help in the yes. Decision making Especially when it's This kind of a setting mm-hmm. Because it's the first time That's being done So parents Teachers And you know The government They have to come together On to agree on on a certain system as to how it would work yeah. because we have to compete with the world, and now we are talking about industrial revolution 4.0, so we have to make sure whatever that we do with our students in school mm-hmm. meets the standards that we want. Yeah, so, one yeah. of the comments
0: I read was that teachers and parents were worried that you know students will pick the easier subjects and then we won't have enough engineers come 2030 and whatnot. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Zunar?
1: I very worry in general, yeah about the minister got a dream and tomorrow announce it. So you, you do. It's a very, Seems like it, huh? Yeah, it's a very policy, big change and you announce to do it next year. It's, I think that is not the way to do. Okay, you can announce now, but you make a study, five years mm. study, to see the impact from both sides. And how to start it. Do our students mentally prepared for this system? Yeah. Yes. This is very, very important. And are
0: they mature enough? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you but, but,
1: but you need to start mm-hmm. from the beginning. From mm-hmm. the the beginning. You see, we want to pick up a European system. Yeah, They start it from day one. Correct. It's not come yeah. in the middle. Yes. Yes. So this yeah. is very important for yeah. us yeah. To, to... That's a sh- really, that's great a really point.
2: good point. Because now it will be like a culture shock, you know. Yeah. You have to expose them at some early stage so they would yes. have some maturity to make decisions. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Do you feel that yeah. school, I mean, Sekolah Menengah, secondary school is the best time for students to specialize in streams?
2: It's it's never always uh, a question about what is the, uh, oh, is Sekolah Menengah the best time? What You can start at any time. Like Zuna said, the mm. earlier the better because you will teach the kids some sense of independence and, you know, expose them to the options available to them and then see see what they are good at you know because we don't want a case where you know you go to medical school for five years and then you get so frustrated and then after graduation you just like I'm done with this Mm -hmm. you know it's such a waste of uh, resources spent uh, you know and and, and years of effort you know I I think
1: the the important thing is to change the system I I just met a student university Mm -hmm. student then they ask question about the 18 years old uh, voting year, and they're in, in the dark about it they are in blank about politics, yeah. so uh, they they will end up vote for someone who's very popular in Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's oh. not about the No, no, they <laughs> don't have that. Yeah. So that's why I think uh, we are talking about the mind si- mindset system yeah. of student.
0: All right, interesting indeed. Coming up, sosma is needed as existing laws are inadequate, says Home Minister Tansri Sri Yasin Yassin. We'll take a look at that next after the traffic update and Lauren Wood fallen on light. On Front Page with me this morning, political cartoonist Zunar and senior correspondent at Malay Mail, Yiswari Palansami. And Malaysia still needs the Security Offences Act 2012 following the development of issues in the country and the world as the existing laws are inadequate, says Home Minister Tansri Muhyiddin Yassin. What does it take to remove So smart.
2: Well, it takes a lot of political will, of Mm -hmm. course. But okay, I may sound very unpopular for saying this, but I have to be honest about it. I believe we need it because the world's going crazy. You get people just picking up guns and shooting people at random. And uh, Malaysia has been known to have been a gateway for, you know, terrorists passing through, suspected terrorists passing through. And then, you know, you don't know what they're doing, you know, as they are transiting. There is a lot of cases which we have to protect ourselves against. Right. And, you know, in a multiracial country, we need to ensure that we have laws which are sufficient to prevent Anything untowards Okay And uh, for me SOSMA is something Necessary Because If you look at How it is uh, Okay people are like Oh you know 28 day detention You know It's bad and all Okay Mm -hmm. You know But the police They have to do A lot of investigations Because terrorism Is actually a very scary thing Let's not forget What happened in Movida It has been uh, Labeled as the first uh, Successful terrorist strike You know No one saw it coming So anything can happen And we need certain laws which are tough to deal with
0: cases which are equally tough. Now, Zunar, yeah. what are your thoughts on Sosma? If
1: you uh, we talk about yes or no, it's going to be very subjective and a different opinion. I would to argue: Why don't we take one scenario? As says, is I don't like you, mm-hmm. and I'm the government. I go and arrest you under Sosma. Can or not? Can. I suspect you to bomb some building. I just suspect you. Right. I put you in uh, detention for 28 days and solitary confinement. Which what happened to ex-president chairman, Maria Chin. Then at the end, I said, I release you mm-hmm. without charging. What happened to, to, to Maria Chin? You don't charge people. And that is torture enough, 28 days for you. And it's so it's, this can be done under SOSMA. It easily can be done So this is what I worry And this is I, I don't know numbers But this has been happening So many times Where well, you get people You are And my experience Also like that Right, They go there And, and they give a power to that The important thing In legal system The important thing In justice system all over the world is about to defend yourself. It's not about the accusation. Mm -hmm. The accusation, every accusation you can put. But you need to give the person to defend himself whether it's right or not. So based on this principle, I think SOSMA is not according to this principle.
0: Well, you know, that's sadly all the time we have for this topic this morning on Front Page. You guys have been phenomenal. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, Shazmin. Yeah, Thank this you morning. very much. Yeah. <laughs> of course, that was Iswari Palansami, senior correspondent with the Malay Mail and political cartoonist Zunar.